Welcome to 239 Uncensored. Everything Southwest Florida and beyond with your host, Tim Jurett. This podcast covers it all. Real talk on issues from real estate to real crime. Join the discussion on hot topics to politics. Don't get left behind. Be in the know about everything Southwest Florida and beyond. Welcome, welcome, welcome to 239. It's everything Southwest Florida and beyond. And we are pumped in the studio today. We have Dashius Clay, yes, sir. the artist. And not to give it all away, but originally from Colombia. Colombia. Came over to the United States, lives in Miami. Yep. Big. Hey, this is big time. We got the real this deal is, this here. Is awesome, man. I drove all the way to Naples for this. <laughs> so, so tell me a little bit about, do you, do you like the studio? The studio is beautiful, first of all. To walk in and see my face all over the windows is, like, amazing anytime. Yeah. No, it's cool, right? And, and the vibe is great. And then you have uh, a lot of red and black, which is, like, what my house looks like. Yeah. Which is all red and black. <laughs> and and we'll, we'll talk a little bit about that, you know, the, the, the whole red theme and, you know, your, your love for Coke yes. and all that stuff. And, you know, it's kind of cool. Just give me a little bit of a, a rundown about yourself, because we have a lot of people on 239, but I don't know if we've you know, had this big of a deal. This uh, is great. I'm I'm an artist, producer, songwriter. I like to just like like I, I just package it into like the word artist because like there's like really nothing that I'm limited to doing. Like I'll, I'll damn near like create choreography if I have to. But I've been doing this for like ten years now. I'm an independent artist, which is like super important for me to always represent because there's so many artists that uh, are scared to be independent artists, and I'm a successful independent artist at that. So uh, that's big. And uh, that's pretty much it, man. I'm, I'm, I'm a good guy, you know? Yeah, no, and we had, you know, a real brief discussion when you came in, and, like, just talking to you is, like, it's good good shit. It's, it's pretty cool that, as hell. Yeah. I, I like to bring good energy, man. I'm, I'm, I'm usually happy for the most part. <laughs> yeah. So give us a little rundown, okay? So you were born in Columbia. Mm-hmm. Can you, you tell us a little bit about uh, how you ended up here in the United States well, and now in Miami? Well, I was born in Colombia. Uh, I moved to... Madrid when I was like four or five years old. Uh, and then I came with my my mother and my father to Miami. My We moved around a lot. My father was into some like stuff. And then, uh, <laughs> you know, 80s Colombian people. Yeah, 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 and yeah. Then, yeah. And, then, uh, and then basically just ended up staying here. I mean, this is this is home. Like Miami is 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 what it is, man. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't want it any other way. I love Miami. Miami's like the best place to grow up because it's such a culture pot that it's like, you get you get a, 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 a like an angle of everything, a mixture of everything. I, I grew up with so much different styles of music and art that I'm like I'm very well rounded. So like for me, it's perfect. Yeah, and that's gonna be another question later. But the genre of music, from my understanding, your flexibility is like you you like to do a little bit of everything. Yeah, because I don't like to box myself in. Like I, I'm very rebellious towards myself, so like it's very hard for me to like repeat things. So, like, while a lot of people have, like, certain styles and certain, like, sounds, like, I'm rebellious against that. So, like, once I create something, I kind of want to create something else. So, it, like, just keeps me in, like, a spot of, like, I can uh, I could do a lot more than a lot more artists because I'm not boxed in. You know, like, so I have that freedom to, like, really just create how and when I want. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And then go back a little bit. I, I, I've had the opportunity to go to Columbia. I've been there several times. That's, a, that's just awesome. That's the best place in the yeah, world. Yeah, when was the last, last time you were back? You said a I little think, while ago? It's been like four, four years yeah. about. When you go there, it's like people get a little bit 
freaked out when you heard when you you know Americans. But I don't know about going back there. But when I when I was there, of course, Cali's a little bit different. You yes, got to watch uh, your back. Yes, um, Cartagena. You know, it's more of a tourist place. It's, here's the thing: it though, wasn't it's, bad. It's, it's like it's, it's, it's people like to always say that, but like you could go to fucking Miami. Yeah, and they, you could go hit the wrong turn, and, you, and you're gonna have the same energy as yeah. as in any country. Like, there's yeah. always safe places. Of course, Colombia's a little bit like crazy. You're like, you know, the 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 economy out there is a little bit different. So there's a, there are a lot of people that are hungry and, and you know, want to make it come up. And of course, and, and especially, you know, having that tourism over there, I'm sure it doesn't make it much better. But, but Colombia is a beautiful country. There's beautiful people out there. Like, it's just, like I say, it's just like anywhere. You go to Ohio, I'm pretty sure there's some fucking hoods out there that you don't, <laughs> you don't want to walk through <laughs> well and the one thing though is, is a little bit different is like the first time you know i'm walking around with my phone oh no like, oh no don't yeah, put your phone away that's the biggest thing in colombia they teach you is is the, the the two biggest things is don't wear your jewelry out and don't drive or walk around with your phone in your hand because they will they will take that yeah and they'll and you stick a gun to you like, like you're master like, cell phone thieves here i got a few more of this house <laughs> yeah. i'll send some over to you just let me go let me go yeah no yeah, it's over quick. there it's very it's very because well, there's a lot of people like in those like in those criminal rings in Columbia where it's like there'll be a lookout that'll make a phone call and be like that guy's headed south two blocks down and, and you're like you're all right he's got a cell phone in his hand it looks nice and and yeah. they'll, they'll just run up on you. Is that, like, I, I'm actually paranoid every time I come back from Colombia and I hear, like, motorcycle sounds. I'm like... <laughs> they're everywhere over there. Like, shit, man. Yeah. They're coming to get me. And you know what's so... Not to get off in the Columbia thing, but it's kind of fun to talk about the motorbikes, you know, the yeah, dirt yeah. bike types of thing. And I guess during the day that you're not allowed to have two guys on a motorbike. Yes. You have to have a girl and a guy mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because they, they're afraid of... Yeah, I mean, that's, that's how bad it is, though. But, I mean, like, I feel like we originated, like, the fucking dirt bike. Enduro. Yeah, like, but they're everywhere. dirt bike gangs. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that's definitely a typical Colombian thing. Like, when you go to Colombia, uh, there was a... Man, I can't remember the name of it. It's, it's like uh, Milla 18, some, some, some weird, like, place that's like a... You go up in the mountain, and, it, and it's like where all the actual, like, cartels meet up and stuff like that. And I, I got to check that out. And it's like these beautiful restaurants at the top, but you see, like, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of motorbikes and then, like, a, a bunch of sketchy-looking people. But <laughs> but it's a vibe, you know? As long as... Yeah. It, it's, it's, it's like anywhere. As long as you're not, like, antagonizing anybody or asking to, like, be fucked with, I think right. you get along. right. And, and you know how I stand out, like in Colombia, like even though I'm Colombian, they, I don't look Colombian 100 percent and I don't definitely dress Colombian. So like when I go to Colombia, I still send, stand out like a sore thumb, you know, like, yeah, just a little, just a, just bit. a little bit. But yeah, when I go there, they're like, there's Gringo. He's walking down the road. Yeah, but if you go to Medellin, Medellin, <laughs> I always say this in Medellin, you see more white people together than you see in Miami. Really? Yeah. Like you yeah. go to Medellin and it looks like Hitler's dream. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's just like blonde hair, blue eyed really? people, like all I'm talking about everything. And they said Medellin is that the the weather, everything is but like Medellin has the most like the most prostitutes and like the hottest prostitutes. So like the hottest prostitutes. That's where like everybody goes to tour, yeah. like for tourism. Yeah. And, and, and the girls, the Colombian girls are just beautiful. Yes. I'm married to one, so there you go. Yes. Good choice, good choice. And then um, you know, let, let's talk a little bit about you know, like your look, your fashion, the red. Mm. Uh, you've got mm. like some really cool things. You're, you did a little research on, you know, you love Coca-Cola. Yes, so Coca-Cola. Coca yeah. Tell us a little bit about how you got there. I mean, I know everybody asks you that, but um, <clears throat> it's awesome. 
I've always like it's so funny to me because I feel like I've been telling this story for like so long, and then I didn't realize till like a year ago that I was actually telling the wrong story, right? And like I I used to be bald and have like a chin strap beard, right? And like being from Miami, everybody used to call me Pitbull. Really, this shit used to fucking really bother me, right? Like I was like, I'm nothing like this guy. Nothing against him, but no, I'm just, right. I'm just not fucking right. Pitbull. So yeah. like. I one day wanted, I was like, you know what? I'm going to grow my beard out so I could at least get that differentiation away because my head, I would shave it every day. So I did that. And uh, then I just started, like like I said, I'm very rebellious and I always feel like I need to express myself. So like, I was like, yo, I'm going to dye my beard red. I don't know why. I just woke up and kind of wanted to do it. And and I went and did it. And that was it. And then like I, the day I did it, I went to an event and everybody loved it. And I kind of just fell in love with it myself. I, like, like every time I look in the mirror, I'm like, yes. You, you, you're you, you do what you want to do. You're on this earth doing what Damn you right. love to do. You're happy. And then like, the kind of like goes with my piercings and my tasks. Like every time I feel the need to be like a little bit crazier, I'm like, let me do something crazy so I can feel better about myself. Is it a lot of work to keep up? Nah, not at all. You just gotta just do it. Just you know how to do it, right? <laughs> you got red all over the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> at red. this point, at this point. But it's so funny because like, I don't actually even, like, I very rarely wear red. Really? Yeah, like, it's actually, like, not, like, my favorite color to wear. Yeah. But, like, I'm mostly in, like, black and green and shit like that. But but red is, like, is my representation. I guess my yeah. beard is, like, my biggest feature, so. So when Dashes came in today, we had the studio. We have, yeah, you know, red, red sodas. I mean, and then Coca-Cola. It's a Coke. Diana, Diana told me yesterday, she, she was like, don't worry, I got you some Cokes. I was like, perfect. Yeah, Di- yeah Diana is, like, she's awesome. She's, she's like the best. We're just hoping somebody doesn't try to steal her away from us. She's awesome. You know, she's great. She's great. So yeah. So the, you know, the whole thing that goes with it, making music, the vibe, the whole thing, Miami, who's moving to Miami? Are people coming to Miami? I know they're, they're probably oh, yeah, hooking up with you. Definitely. That place seems like it's, it's cause I know when, I know when LeBron was there, that was crazy. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then kind of laid off a little bit, but now it seems like everybody with this COVID thing, we'll talk a little bit more about that, but they seem like they're, Everybody's pushing Miami hard right now, but especially it's so, big it's guys. It's so funny. Like well, I, I think a lot of people are leaving New York. Yeah, and uh, but it's so funny because like we're like we're like the pandemic center. Like we've got so many cases of COVID, and like people are still coming over. Yeah, and they're basically people are just trying to figure out how to live with I it. Don't right? know how the fuck they're affording this rent? <laughs> yeah. Shit is not cheap. No, I know. And it's getting worse it's every day. It's crazy. It's so expensive. It's so expensive. Um, t- all right. So let's tell tell us a little bit about your music. You know what inspires you. You know, what what are, what are the types of things that you like to put out there to the people, to your fans? Man, for, for me, music is, uh, I was thinking about this the other day. I'm like, man, I, I really started doing music because I like, I started doing music originally because I wanted to get the girls. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, of that, course. that was like the, 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 the seed planted. And then like, the more I started doing it, the more I wanted to like, I realized that like what I was doing was helping certain people through certain things. And I, I did that, like, not, I, I was creating music not knowing that. But, like, the more music I put out, the more people, like, that were receptive to it and telling me, like, yo, I really love this song or this inf- uh, motivates me or this influenced me to, to get out of my depression or whatever. But, like, at this point, it's like expressionism for me. Like, it really is, like, like sometimes I have, I have, uh, I have problems writing sometimes when life is too good. Yeah, because like I have nothing to complain about, I guess. Right. So then, like, and then I feel weird like writing like a super happy song, uh, but like life has always been like an, a form of expression for me to like get things off my chest. It's like my therapy. So uh, that's like really where every all my music stems from. And then a lot of times, 
it really just be having fun with people in the studio and then all of a sudden like creating something that that just makes you feel good and going off that topic like it's, it's not rocket science to like make music it's just finding the right way to go about it yeah do you ever like wake up in the middle of the night and just boom and start writing things down well, i don't fucking sleep so you just as your mind is you are you, I'm, I'm like I'm a hamster constantly well I, I always tell people like uh people that have regular jobs are very blessed and lucky because they get to work nine to five and then at five o'clock they get to turn their brain off right like, as an artist, I don't get to turn my brain off. Like, I, I have to constantly be creating, constantly be thinking, constantly be looking for the next idea, the next wave. Like, so, like, for me, it's, it's this is, like, more a full-time job than a full-time job. Because, like, the moment that I'm not working or I'm not thinking about being something new, like, is the moment that I'm left behind. Yeah. You know, so it's, it's like, it's just constantly finding ways to, to stay creative. And then, and then I got to do like a bunch of like other things like social media stuff and all that, you know, the world changes. So like, I got to keep up with all this stuff and it's, 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 it's nonstop. You know, when you said that, it, it really hit home with me just now, because I'm like, when I was working, you know, my nine to five, whatever, if you want to call sheriff's office nine to five, but I got in the administration part of it. But now I, I have a creative side and I really, I really love doing what I'm doing. So I don't consider it work. Yeah. Yeah. But my brain never stops. Exactly. Like it's, 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 it's fucked up. You really can't because like I said, the moment you stop, the moment the world passes yeah. by, like, so it's really just staying on top of your creative game. And Do you feel like though, if you're doing stuff that you love, it's not really work to you in a way or not really? Uh, I, I mean, I really, mm, that's a good question. Like for me, I, I think a lot of times, uh, you know what? Like sometimes I have to go to the studio and I like dread it, right? Okay. And then the moment I get there, every single time, like I feel so happy. It's the weirdest thing. Yeah. Like I, I just I dread going to a lot of things sometimes. Like uh, as simple as anything. Like I go to a photo shoot and I'm like, oh god, I don't want to do this photo shoot right now. And like the moment I get there, I always my energy always completely flips. Like I feel so good doing what I'm doing and so blessed. Like it may sound corny or cliche, but like I just every time I get to do anything i'm happy yeah no that's great and the moment that i'm stopping i'm depressed i'm like i hate that i have nothing to do like i always i've said this so many times the most depressive moment for me is the moment that i'm getting off of stage yeah because then i feel like i have no purpose yeah i'm like i just want to just put me back on here or if you have a day at home and you're really not being productive it kind of fucks with you yeah that does with me so and that's another that's another Which good I'm thing. working on though. Like yeah. I'm trying to get to, better yeah, at like, to learn. You gotta because that's like where I think people always say if you relax, it, it brings your talent more to the top. And and the thing is, I know for you, as soon as you leave your house, you're on stage. Yeah. Yeah, you're on stage. Yeah, I mean, everybody's facts. watching you. Facts. Everybody, you know, I, I know that from my my professional career from you know prior, not so much now selling real estate, <laughs> but when you leave the house. Yeah. Everywhere you go, everybody's watching you. You're on stage, people shaking your hands, wanting to talk to you, want a picture. I mean, it's, it's a on. But I love it, man. I, mean, I really, I feel like I'm one of the few artists that, like, my fans and my following, like, at this point, they know I'm so welcoming and so, like, receptive to them that, like, I really do get a lot of great energy and great love from my fans. And, like, like I, I always get told amazing things. And, like, you know, it's it's, it's, it's a blessing. I, I've never shunned anybody, like, really, so I have a great following. Yeah, no, that's great. Um, when you write a song, do you usually write it first? Do you do, you know, chord progression, music, you know, melody, lyrics? How does it usually, for me, it's, how does it come together? It's never been the same method. Okay. 
every single time there's a different angle, a different form of attack. Like it, it's just, it could start with an idea. It could start with a melody. It could start with a hook. It could start with a joke. You know, there's a lot of times that that like a music will be playing in the studio and we'll jokingly make fun of something, you know, like you just pick up the, the can and just like talk about drinking the can and it might just sound really cool. And like, how's it go what? from there? Cool. Boom, go, go record it. You know what I'm saying? And then it's like you, you went in there to get to work and you end up making a song about Coca-Cola, but it's cool. You know, like whatever the case may be, it's never, it's never the same angle of going to record a song like so it's not it's not a recipe for you. It could be just a mix match, whatever comes. I'm sure there's a lot of people that have a recipe, but for me, it's never yeah. it's never yeah. a, like a, a solid recipe. Yeah, and I, and I saw a couple things that you're like producer, so I'm sure people come to you for a lot of a lot of uh, suggestions, and you produce. And do you go around in the Miami area and beyond and try to you know find people, or do they come to you, or how's I, I saw you at Veronica Rodriguez, I think. A, yeah, V Rod, shout out yeah, to V Rod. Uh, yeah. Uh, to be honest with you, I don't think I've really gone out and looked for anybody for a long time. Yeah, yeah. Like, like people usually are introduced to me or reach out to me or or I come across them and meet them myself. And then that's usually how things happen. I think it's kind of funny, though. Do you have, do you ever brought anybody in the studio and you're like, fuck, this guy ain't going to make it? Oh, all the fucking <laughs> you're time, like, man. That's, what the fuck? That's <laughs> every fucking week, man. But, but, but you know, like, I'm, I'm, I'm so you're probably bad cool at about saying it, I'm sure. no yeah. that, like, I, I try to help everybody, which is like a strength and a weakness. Uh, so I give everybody my, my attention and my, my best effort of trying to get them to where they want. But it's like in, in this industry, you really got to be the full package to be successful. Right. And, and right. like I always tell artists, the easiest thing to do in this industry is make a song and release a song. The hardest part to do it is the day after you release the song, what steps do you take to make sure that the, the record goes good? Do you get, you know, good placements? You get good DJs? You get good videos? You get good marketing? Like, that's the real, the separation of, of what makes a great artist that can handle his business and, you know, just a good artist that knows how to record. Yeah, I was in, I was in Nashville this weekend. Dope. And every freaking place I go, these fucking people are amazing. There's a lot of talent. I like, mean, Jesus, they go there. And and like you said, I think it's just a matter of the package. But it is. Like, like for, for example, for me, like, since I produce a lot as well, I work with, uh, I mean, a countless amount of amazing, amazing, that artists that I look at and, like, my mind, my head spins because I'm like, you're so fucking good. But they're just terrible at business. Right. And, like, right. They're, they're the type of artist that if they had the right team it'd be fucking millionaire successful with millions of fans because they're that talented and that's all around the world like that's not i'm just saying miami because I've, I've been so many places that i'm like sure. oh, there's so much good talent but like i said what separates a good artist is is being able to handle your business I, i'm a student of the game so the, like one of my biggest things of success is the fact that that i care so much about the business side of it that i'm so savvy with it that i'm so i'm so savvy with with, with social media and stuff like that so for me it's it's what gives me the leg up on everybody else. You know, like I can handle both sides. And I think that's probably why it seems to me like you're, you're grasping or you're not grasping. You're looking at the producer side of it. Does of that, does that, is that gratifying when you bring somebody along and they do great and you, you feel good about that? I'm yeah, sure. definitely. But that, not that, everybody's like that. That all came with the need. Uh, when I, when like I have my, de my degree in, in engineering, like, right. So like, I, I'm an audio engineer by like degree. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I got that because I was going to studios and like, 
I was paying all this money to go to record and they weren't doing the songs the way I wanted them. So I wanted to learn that myself. Sure. And then I needed graphics and I wanted to learn, I wanted to get good graphics, but everybody was either charging me too much or not being capable of doing what I want. So I learned how to do graphics, then the videos, and then producing, and then making beats. And it's like all of these things became a necessity for me to learn them, but I became so good at them that I, I was able to start, you know, using it with other artists and stuff like that. So that's, a, that's an amazing talent to have all that stuff together and, and all that. Do you, it puts me in full control. Yeah, it's great. And then, and if you're not, at least you know enough about it when somebody is, when you're yeah, hiring exactly, somebody to do it, you exactly. can call them out on it and say, ah, back off, or mm -hmm. this is not working. What's your preference? Do you like being in the studio or live? It's probably like performing. Yeah, of course, right? Performing is like the greatest feeling on earth. I love to hear my voice on a microphone. Uh, I love to be able to be on stage. It's cool to see people staring at you and like taking pictures of you and like holding the camera. Of course. And it, it's just like, yo, it's the center of attention, man. That shit is like, it's like a drug to yeah. be on stage. Like yeah. so, some people, and, and, there's, and there's a switch that goes with it. Like where I feel like I'm very, I'm very loose and free all day. But the moment I'm on stage, I get to hit like this switch of like my full personality gets to display itself so like that's always the most fun part because i really get to let loose now other than being in miami right so i'm sure you love performing there what's what's a great city that you've been to and you performed and it just like every time you go there you get that la la yeah la people are really well you know what actually the best shows that i've ever had has been in new york for whatever reason new york people really love miami people uh but la was the coolest vibes uh, I did, uh, I did, a, I opened for the, what was it, Pornhub Awards, like, two years ago, and, uh, LA was fucking crazy. Yeah, what's, I mean, it's gotta be insane when you go to LA. I mean, just everybody that you see, there's a story behind them. It is, it is, it is. Everybody, of course, Miami's every, like that, too. Everybody in LA, I always, I always say this, everybody in LA is, like, the cousin of the butler of... <laughs> He did. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody's always been like, that's how they introduce this. Like, oh, how you doing, man? I'm I'm Jonathan. I'm 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 P. Diddy's left hand's nut. Like you're like, all right. <laughs> Here's somebody, I guess, bro. <laughs> is there is there is there any competition now? I mean, obviously LA is LA, but is there competition between Miami, LA, New York at this point? Or I think people like fucking love to go to Miami because the weather is awesome. I don't, it's a different vibe. Yeah, I definitely like I think that competition thing ended like yeah. a long time ago. I just think people just like to go to Miami, LA, New York. A lot right now with COVID, I mean, it's like Florida is like, I don't even know if COVID, that people don't know it exists here. We don't go, give a shit, man. I go to New York and we're fucking, I'm like locked down. Like yeah, I was there for two weeks. That's what everybody tells me. It's like, man, and everywhere like, else is, is locked down. Yeah. But Miami's so free. And then like the governor we have, he's like a maniac. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he, yeah, he just like he just like lets that it roll. Crazy, yeah. Man. Just, I saw that mayor, uh, just not not even to like change something, but like no, no. Mayor Francois Suarez yesterday said that uh, uh, they were asking him about like the economy and like rent, rent going up, and he was like, "Well, then you guys just need to get a better job." <laughs> what the fuck? And I'm like, yo, the that? shit that rich people say, right? <laughs> yeah, that, that's what I guess. Like, like, crazy. Yeah, he's like, oh, you just need to find. That's what he said. You need to find a house with cheaper rent and get a better job. Like, oh, yeah, that's fucking easy. There's absolutely zero place. Yeah, exactly. Like, over, I, I'm sure, you know, you coming over to Naples, like you said you have been here before. It's like the fucking cheapest place. That, is it? Like, no, I, I wished it was. The cheapest apartment rental right now you uh -huh. can find is like $3,200. Yeah, exactly. And then you go down, like I told you, take a, take a little swing downtown. It's like houses, they're buying houses for $49 million and fucking knocking them over. 
and saying, fuck, bring in the next house. That's it's it's insane the money. And then driving insane. over here, I'm like, look at all this land. Yeah, there's a lot of land. Like, they always say we're overpopulated. I'm like, look at all this land. The Everglades. You went yeah, through the yeah, Everglades. I'm like, it's still like it's a lot of land. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of land. It's a we lot have of no land. shortage of land. We're yeah, just, no, no, just no. Stacking houses on top of, <laughs> of each other at this point. Just to, well, you know that's gonna be Florida because what's gonna happen at some point, they're gonna put some, we're on a big peninsula, right? So yeah. it's just gonna we're gonna sink. Yeah. You know, it's gonna water's gonna come over and we're gonna be like, hey, that was great. It was nice while it lasted. <laughs> it was really good. Yeah, okay, like, let me ask you this. Do you have any pre-show you know, pre rituals or things that you, you, you got to do before you go on stage and, you know, things that you can tell us about? Uh, I like to smoke a blunt, and I like to I like to have one drink. Yeah. Are you a big drinker? I'm not a big drinker. No? I like to drink when I go What's out. your preference of drinks? What do you like? Blue Label and Crown. Yeah? Those are my two drinks right there. Yeah, good. And I like Corona. Yeah, we have all that stuff out back. You, yeah, you, you want to drink Coke? No, I, I, Coke is Coke is my. Of course, you got to drive. Mind, right? Yeah, I got to drive yeah. too. But Coke is like my favorite go-to drink. Like they, my family will literally tell me that as a baby I had Coke. <laughs> they call, but I, they, they had different Coke in Colombia, right? It tastes better. You like it this one better, or, the other, or are they about the same? About the fucking same. <laughs> I was watching something on YouTube the other day. They were saying that Mexican Coke is a scam. They, they got were, like a, they got like a more sugar. How the fuck can you put more sugar in it? Yeah, for real. It's already <laughs> enough sugar in this motherfucker. Uh, so, yeah, so routines, rituals. What can you tell us about after the show? What goes on after the show? Come on, man. After the show. I, is- I just want to, like, live a little bit yeah, vicariously yeah, yeah, yeah. through you. After the show, it, it just depends, man. It depends on, on the location. Sometimes you just stick around after the show. I like to get the fuck out of the where I'm yeah. at. Like, I'm like, yeah. I'm out. I walk my way out. I say, you know. All the people that want to shake my hand and say, you know, whatever, I talk to them. And then I'm, I'm usually out, man. I go to the after party or or maybe to the studio, man. It's like, like that's like, like I said, it's like, like a really inspirational moment to get off stage. So, like, it's a really dope thing to leave the stage and go to the studio because you're, like, still you're, on that. You're, you're in that way. Popped up, yeah. You, you, gotta, you, you know, when you, when you get on stage, you got, like, a certain bop. And then, like, you get off stage, you still got that energy. So, you, like, you want to go work. Yeah, I could take this. Now, do you have a studio in Miami? Uh I have uh, my my best friend owns a, a studio called Mix Master Studios okay. in Miami. It's like one of the biggest studios, uh, and that's where my home base is. I have an okay. office in that studio uh, where I handle like all of my merch and marketing and stuff like that. But uh, that I call that my studio. That's your place, yeah. And you can go there when you need to and things yeah, like that. That's yeah. really cool. That's really I have cool. a key. You got the key to get in. That's good. So if you were going to work with somebody, and I, I know you have worked with many people, but who? If you had an opportunity to work with anybody that you haven't done and worked with before, who would it be? Sade. Yeah, Sade. I don't know why yeah. at this point I'd even say that. I feel like I've been saying that too long. But that's who. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, they're, like, I, I work with anybody. I don't fucking see too many people. That's the thing. Like, like I like I like a lot of artists. But for me, like, I don't think there's an artist that's going to make me better. No. Like, I'd rather just hear myself on the song. Well, yeah, that's good. Now, everybody, everybody, and I'm not, you know, I'm a little bit older, but I'm, I'm kind of, I like to kind of think I'm Kanye. Kanye. There you go. I like Kanye. Kanye, yeah, Kanye. Kanye, Jay-Z, Kid yeah. Of course, everybody Future. wants to do that, Yeah, right? I want to work yeah. with all these guys, yeah. but like, there's no, I don't know, I don't know. Yeah, no, it's, I want to work with weird people, like, rest in peace Vicente Fernandez, or like, I don't fucking know, just weirder people that like, not not rappers. Now, my my wife, my wife pulls me to all these you know, Maluma, uh-huh. fucking all, all this stuff. Men, yeah. I'm like, yeah, I, I go to all of them. I, I go to all of them. I, and like, I'm like, I like them too. We, we saw Maluma at Madison Square Garden. That was freaking awesome. 
Yeah, he's the dope artist. I, yeah, I was like the only guy in there. It was yeah, it, I, it was I, unbelievable. Yeah, every time and I, like, yeah. everybody's looking at the stage, and you're looking behind. Like, yeah. And I, we had like seats are up a little bit, but we we had planned to go here in, in Stero. We have um, Hertz Arena, which is pretty good size. It's uh-huh. seven thousand, but to see him there would have much been much better than up in the deck yeah, at yeah. Madison. But the girls were amazing. I just of like course, looked around the place. I'm like, Malou wow. was like the number one girl artist. Yeah. And Colombian. He's like the male Rihanna. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I want to know if you go to a Rihanna show, if there's all guys. I, 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 God. She's, I want to go to Rihanna. She's, she's, yeah, she's awesome. Rihanna, she's, she's, she's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Rihanna. Yeah. I, I, yeah. That was, I mean, that was actually, I saw Rihanna in concert in Miami. That's dope. Yeah, that was pretty neat. That was a while ago. And, and then I have daughters, so I saw Justin Bieber, too. <laughs> throw Sorry. Sorry. You know what is amazing, though? Like when you said when you're in front of all these people, mm-hmm. Justin Bieber was probably, I don't know, 17, 18 years old. And they put him on a, they lifted him up on the stage. He goes over Miami Arena. <laughs> Fucking kid is like, what, 80 feet in the air? Uh-huh. He's got a guitar. He looks at one side, the freaking place goes crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He looks at the other, goes, that, that's power. That's power. And I go, there's 18, 18 wheelers outside. Imagine Michael Jackson. People just used to faint when he would walk by. It's like, crazy. He would just walk by. Them. It's crazy. Insane. Insane. <laughs> so don't remember, don't, don't forget us little people. When yeah, you, I got when you. you. So we'll kind of kind of wrap it up in a little bit here, but a, a couple things I, I want to ask you. What defines success in your business? Ooh, of course, well, I, deep, I, I, right? I think, I think a lot of people would, would answer that differently. Uh, I think trajectory is an important thing for starters. Like, you definitely want to make sure that everything you put out, it gets bigger and better. Being able to wake up and do just what you like to do. Like, I don't have to, like, sell drugs or, like, get a part-time job, you know? Uh, and then I think, uh, lastly, being happy. You know, like, if you're not happy, there, there's a lot of, okay, how about this? There's a lot of people doing better than me that are not happy. Yeah, good point. I'm more successful than that. You know, like, there's people that, like, I take Instagram, for example, easy. There's people that have, like, millions of followers more than me or look like they have way nicer things than me. And I can promise you that half of these people have come up to me and, and, and asked me how I'm so successful. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, like, and it's funny because I'm like, on paper, y'all are running it. But in reality and in real life, y'all are not. Y'all are lost. You know, so uh, I think that success is, is like, A, knowing who you are, B, keep continuing uh, upward trajectory, and, and, and C, if you can actually fucking at the end of the day go to sleep with a smile on your head, on your face, you know? Yeah, that's, so, a, that's the biggest thing for me is, like, I get to wake up every day and literally do what I want. That's some good words. I really, that, that, that hit home. That hits home right there. Being, being happy, because like you said, you know, you know, not everybody needs a million dollars a month. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, you, and you, you see, like, this crazy stuff with Britney Spears. All this exactly. shit. I mean, like, like that. she's rich. Yeah, she's rich, miserable, just unhappy, fighting with her parents, family, all that stuff. This one, this one's going to come up a little bit here. So COVID, right? COVID, COVID's impacted a lot of people. Yes. How, how has it impacted you and maybe other artists at this point? I mean, are we, we just keep pushing forward hard and keep going? It's a pain in the ass. Yeah. I just, I'm just waiting for it to be over in a sense of, like, whoever needs their money that's using this as like a way to get more money, just get your money and let us move forward with life. Cause there's so much like, I don't know, man, to me, COVID is, is like the flu. I don't want to get into all this, but like, I just want to be able to get back to work. 
full time. Yeah, I agree with you. I think there's gonna there has to be a point where we say, listen, I don't feel good today. I'm not going to work. Tomorrow I might feel better. I'm gonna go to work. I just think it needs to come to some point, and and there's ultimately up a lot of life. Yeah, and it's like, but there's people that that just like live for seeing that seeing this whole thing being bogged down. I mean, I, I, granted, it's serious, uh, and people have it lost is, lives, is, and it, you know. Is. And we're not minimizing that, but I, I'm kind of right with you on that. Yeah, like yeah. I, I just feel like I just want to get back to normalcy in, in the sense, and like let us get back. I mean, we 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 completely died out of shows for a year. Like we're just it's getting tough. back into the swing of things, and it feels like finally things are not as complex. And because when COVID hit, there was a lot of hoops of fire that like we were having to go through to just be able to get one show. Right. Like I remember 2021, I think I did two shows like that whole year. Amazing. And the two shows that I did, one of them was uh, for Ultra and it was live, a venue with no people inside, just cameras. So it was like, that's tough. Yeah, I'm having to perform like to all these cameras and act like we're at Ultra. And then it's like, this is fucking weird, man. Yeah, that's, that's definitely a different situation. Last but not least. So you have fans, you have followings. What would you like to tell them? Most, you know, it's one of those questions that you kind of t- touched on. What would I like to tell them most? Buy my album. Uh, <laughs> buy my shit. <laughs> buy my merch. Buy my, buy my shit. shit. Uh, for starters, my next shoe comes out in March. Yeah, tell me about that real quick. The Red Baron 3s. Uh, I des- I- I've always had a dream of designing shoes. So I, like, spent uh, a couple of years, like, really trying to figure out how to go about it. And then I got an opportunity to do so. So I'm on my third sneaker right now. Really? It's been going really well, and uh, to see people wearing my shoes is, like, the weirdest, coolest thing ever. And, yeah, I'm just excited about this third sneaker. But that's coming out. My my next album, No More Mercy, is coming out. And uh, other than that, man, just, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't know, man. I don't really have any messages. I, like, I, 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 like, spill them all on Instagram every day, so, like, yeah. I'm, I'm empty. So how do, how do we get in touch with you? If we want to Instagram, what's your Instagram and all that good stuff? You can always find me at Hooters. Yeah, Hooters <laughs> hanging out. Uh, What's the one down? Is that Bay, Bayview or Bayside? Bay, they closed Bayside. that one. The Hooters? They closed the Bayside of Hooters. They oh fucking buy it. That, that was the best view, the best the best view ever. Yeah. I love that view. Hooters, man. That was, yeah. that was a good yeah, one. Yeah, that was a good one. I, I went there one, one time. Tell a little story. I went there one time at 9 in the morning, and I think I left at 1 at night. That was like back well, in the nine. I, I met early my lady nights. at Hooters, so <laughs> I love Hooters. Yeah, that's a good place. That's a good place. No, but I think really like just – just being here with you for just a short period of time you got like the whole thing going you, i think i think your whole fashion shoes Thank your your uh music's gonna do great you just got a good vibe and I you got a good attitude it. about things i have to man yeah. this, this world is like it's coming after us at every turn man so yeah. it's like i gotta have a smile on my face every chance i can I can't thank you enough for coming. No, you drove all the way over. It's me, been man. great. I appreciate you. And, uh, well, you know, we got clips of the videos. We got everything coming up. And the, the podcast is going to be great. I know it's going to awesome. be a big, a big show. But as I say, platinum. Platinum. I like that. Platinum. platinum. 239, Uncensored. Everything Southwest Florida and beyond. And we are... Please make sure to download and listen to us on Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcast. And don't forget to like and share on social media. This has been a Studio 239 production. That was fun.